Welcome to the Art of the Dive. It is game week eight. Seven just finished, and I had a wonderful game week. Jake, how are you, buddy? Uh, you know, okay. Okay. Alive. That's better. That's pretty good for you. Okay is good. Yeah. Um, You just went to the store with your wife, just got back, huh? Yep. Yep, yep. What'd you guys do? Um, I'm trying to like pick up a hobby, so I decided I'd go golfing. Oh, so you went and got golf clubs or what? Uh, I do. I had golf clubs already. I had to get like the little accessory things, like golf balls and oh. stuff. Yeah. Why didn't you just use the uh, giant extra-sized dildos that we've been receiving in the mail? Like as a golf ball? That is a ball, Jake. As a club, can you imagine? No, but- you hold like the shaft like towards the head, and then you swing with the balls. You know, the balls yeah. are like the head of the club or whatever. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that. I guess I could try that tomorrow. We'll see how that goes. It probably wouldn't be fair because some of those have like, um, they got a lot of whip to them. You know what I mean? Yeah, like can't miss. Can you imagine the drive on it with a giant dildo like that? No, I'm going to have to check it out. See what, how it goes tomorrow. We'll I just, I kind of imagine you like, you're rolling up like with your little golf cart, you know? Just a <laughs> bunch of flopping dildos out of the back of your golf bag. <laughs> People are like, what the? And then just go to the first tee box and crush it 300 yards. Yeah, the 400 yard drive or whatever. Like, <laughs> sir, that's some not dude's like, some dude's like, Jake, that, that that's a par three, man. You're like on the, you're on the back, you're on the back nine now. Like, I don't care. Whatever. It's a sign of my dominance. <laughs> Bam. Uh, I hope you think about that during your backswing tomorrow on the first hole. You just I'm completely, sure you just cut it. It's like gone. Can't yeah. wait. Um, all right. I guess we can talk FPL. I was hoping to dodge the FPL conversations tonight because of how terrible I am at the game. So I just thought we could do like random dildo conversations, but fine. We'll talk about it. Um, FPL Shark Garf writes in, it's been an quote, interesting, tough start to the season. Uh, and we're only seven weeks in with 31 to go. But his argument is, isn't this how the game should be? Shouldn't it be challenging with a number of possible strategies? Isn't this what makes the game enjoyable? Um, Wilson writes in, we keep hearing that the season will right itself and calm down, but it doesn't seem like it has. Should we just accept that this is the new normal? And Geoff Petter, here's a question. Uh, when is this hellhole of a season going to end? Oh, yeah, it hasn't. For me, it hasn't been fun. Um I think it's interesting what Garf is saying. Isn't this how the game should be? I think what a lot of people, Jake, are frustrated about, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like there's less, It feel maybe I'm wrong, there's less predictability this year, and that's frustrating for a lot of folks who have played the game for a long time, feel like they have maybe the pulse of the game down, and now it's not happening uh, as, it, as it maybe once did. Is that what people are upset about? Yeah, yes. I think, like, for example, great great example of this is the Southampton um, Villa game where it's 4-0. It, it was 4-0 in, like, the 70th minute, and then, yeah, they got one goal back, and you're like, okay, it's going to be 4-1. It's, like, the 87th minute. And then Villa decided to put two more goals in, and it just it right. feels it feels weird. Like, that. that's happened in, like, all these games, and it just... There's a lot of points that you'd think 
no one should be getting and it's just all over the place. I mean, you you dropped the Vardy stat for me today. I was talking about how I'm just like, can you can someone in the league like maybe put someone who's, you know, like athletic and young on Vardy because he's like old and just be like, don't don't let him score. Like, I, I just don't I don't know. I, I know he's good. Tactics, I know he's good. tactics today. Don't let Vardy score. But he's yeah, manager old, of the and I'm month. just like, he's got to be slowing down. He, he's supposed to be just a pacey striker. He pulls his groin like every three games, and yet he just keeps scoring. And then you told me he only has like a couple shots, actually. Yeah, just like a handful of shots on the season outside of his, his um, penalties, penalties that he's taken. Yeah, but he's just converting at like a incredible – I mean, that he's done that for a lot of his career, but even higher than usual. We said that last week on the pod. Almost everybody's outperforming their expected goal values. Um, and, and to me – we won't get into the weeds on this, but the psychology of this is incredibly interesting. And I can't wait till this stupid fucking pandemic is over and we can see this data hopefully being collected by all these sports psychologists about, um, you know, how teams normally perform versus how they don't perform uh, or, or are performing now with, with no fans. Uh, it's really interesting. Um, I don't know that it's going to calm down, Jake. It, it doesn't feel like it necessarily is that, you know, we've got another international break coming up, um, not this game week, but after this game week between the, the game weeks eight and nine. And we saw after the last one, um, you know, the usual injury here and there, but also, you know, a little bit of COVID and, and the cases are even more out of control now and um, cities and counties and countries and states are going back into lockdowns. And uh, and of course, there's going to be a, a World War Three is going to begin after um, tomorrow. So a lot of weird stuff and i just the world's not normal so let's stop maybe pretending that the season's going to be are we all on, on board with that i'm on board yeah okay that said i do want to make a quick point there's been a lot of uh whiny little bitches on twitter and like on the in the community spaces uh like i'm having a bad game week so you can't say that you're having a good game week like mad about it um it's like it's a game and it's a competition and i really think that like like if people aren't talking shit to me for being almost seven million ranked this week you're not doing it right <laughs> like really you're not like you're not playing the game right i've talked so much shit to other players and like my friends and i've tried to hurt jake's feelings so many times on this podcast and like if you're not gonna snap back when i have a bad game week because you don't want to hurt my feelings you're not doing a good job okay so figure it out like be an adult and understand that it's just banter and like people are excited and just having fun it, i don't know whatever it winds me up at the same time like i get it i don't want people to be like sad but i think we need to find some balance there you know yeah it's probably you know gen z and y or whatever letters just soft. yeah it's all the snowflakes yeah soft JD wrote in, is it too early in the season to say I'm just going to start having fun and go for differentials? No. Uh, do whatever you want, JD. It's your birthday. That's all I do now. I mean, yeah, it's working well for you. Um, FPL Drunk, Seamus writes in, uh, Liverpool have one clean sheet um, and will be missing VVD. How many cleans will they finish with? And will Trent get 15 plus attacking returns by the end of the year? I'm very pessimistic about this happening. Um we have a lot of like defensive questions later in the pod, so I thought we'd start kind of like crushing this little section and talking a little bit about just, you know, defenses in general. I mean, 
we said this earlier, teams are outperforming their XG by quite a bit. Most most teams, I think there were only three teams as of last week that were underperforming their expected goals value. Um, and normally it's a very even balance. Uh, you know, handful of teams are, handful of teams aren't, and the rest are right on. Um, I don't know. Do you think, what do you think? They've only kept one clean sheet, kind of like a rough start. What, that's been the big talk lately. Do you drop all your Liverpool defenders? I, I'm going to keep saying it. I'm keeping Robbo. He, at least right now, statistically makes sense because he's XG is one. His XA is like, I don't, I think it's like 1.3 or four. Um, He's probably going to exceed that a little bit because, you know, Liverpool are good and they have, I mean, it sucks that VVD has gone because he scores a lot of corner goals. Um, Mm -hmm. But, but I think, you know, with being him being on a lot of set pieces too, he makes sense because he's a little bit cheaper. And yeah, I don't, I guess we are going to have to start knocking them for cleans. Like they're probably not going to get close to the 14 or 15. Um, but I think, I think their schedule's changing after Man City, Leicester. They'll have Brighton, uh, Fulham, you know, West Brom, Newcastle in there. And uh, I already blew my wild card, so I'm going to keep him. Um, I don't know who I'd go to that's cheaper. That's necessarily like a great option. I mean, we can talk mm-hmm. about those people a little bit, but I think, you know, Chilwell's about the only other player that I'm like, yeah, he's for sure. If I was wild carding needs to be in my team because Chelsea's defense has actually looked much better. And he also has a lot of attacking prowess. So yeah, his heat map is stupid. He's like yeah. in the opponent's box constantly. Of the only course, when I brought him in, I... he hit the post, though. Like, that's what this uh, season's all about for me. But, yeah, yeah he, he won't score now for the next six game weeks at least. But whatever. You, do you know who the top player for expected goal involvement is in for defenders? Uh, is it is it Kurt now? No. Zuma? Oh. No. Mm, no. I don't know. <clears throat> Luke Ayling. Oh, leads leads yeah well i mean we yeah. talked about those guys on the wings and like dallas scored today i think they're good options yeah. i just <sighs> dallas is sixth in the league for xgi for defenders robertson second trent third yeah. masuaku fourth webster from brighton fifth according to a fantasy football scout well i'm just yeah. glad lamptey finally scored because i've had him in my team since like game week three and he's ha- he i feel like he's been so close and i was like as soon as i get rid of him he's gonna bang a goal and i was like let's just hold him and finally he did banged a goal so you held him close didn't you jake yeah little i held him close. now it's time to get rid of him again your little your little empty boy you held him yeah but between the, between those those teams i mean i do think Leeds makes more sense because they they're i mean they i don't i don't know what to make of Leeds, but i think they're better than Brighton. Let's say that. So yeah. Um, we got a email from Joner. You think it's Joner or Joner? Um, J O N E R. No, I think it's Joner. Know. Kind of like right, Joner. Longtime listener of the pod from the UK. Despite Jake being a whiny little bitch well, every week, that's a fun way to start the. <laughs> not definitely not even Joner. like not even like greetings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> straight to it uh some local west country slang for you to try your hand at and try to make sense of all right here we go harry potter all right me baba any chance of having a gertlush game week in it be proper mint like 
Is he saying he wants to have a luscious game week? Let's see. Get, having a girt lush game week? Hmm. I think that, yeah, I think Mi- that's what he's saying. He, he, mint, is, mint is good, right? Mint is good. Yeah, yeah. So it must be like, can I have a good game week? It'd be, you know, minty. Minty fresh. Like you're going to get a lot, you know, you're going to get girt lush, like girt. Well, know? Joner, I wouldn't be whiny if this happened to me. Like that's what I've been wishing for the whole season. And, Jake's you know? been wanting someone to lush his girt for, for a long time. Let me tell long you. Time. <laughs> long time. Long uh, <laughs> time. How did, um, how'd your game week go? Uh, surprisingly, I green arrowed, I think. For the first Whoa, time I've done that once this year. Tell me a little <laughs> bit about it then, huh? Um, yeah, let's, let's look. So, <laughs> I've had Martinez for two weeks. He's gotten three and zero, which has been great. Good. Um, yeah. Don't switch goalkeepers. I don't know. I mean, I, I, yeah, that's all I have to say. And then the back line came through for me, except Robbo, uh, Semedo still hasn't gotten a return for Wolves, but good heat map. Got two bonus points in a 2-0 game, so I like that. Um, Chilwell hit the post, uh, but just got a clean. Um, and then Lamptey coming in off the bench for me with the goal. So I got a little bit lucky there because Pulisic, um, speaking of whiny little bitches, you know. Thank um, you. Yeah, <laughs> didn't play. Um, Salah, captain, returned. My midfield's a mess. Um, Mahrez, get out of my team. Um, and then Sun, who's been good. I mean, I I kind of expected him to at least get a return against Brighton, but whatever. <clears throat> um, and then DCL stealing a goal in the last second. Che with an assist and Jimenez, d- a disappointment as usual. Um, yeah. So, yeah, fucking uh, 61. DCL. Like, I thought I had... I thought I had escaped that trap again like i was like yay i don't have my team i'm so good and then he scored right at the end and he got the two bonus for it that's the yeah, funny a so 2-1 stupid. loss and he got two bonus points so that's hilarious dumb. yeah did you captain sala i did yeah so i captained okay. my highest scoring well i guess next to lampty but i'm not gonna hold that against myself so my highest scoring player that's the first time i think this year that i've done that Whoa. so that's good I've been pretty good with captains. That's the only reason I'm not at seven million. I'm only at like three million. Yeah. Um, what's your uh, what is what's your overall and what was your game week rank? My game week was still two million. Like it's not. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's completely updated. Um, because my lamp Lamptey came in at the last second for me, so I might move up a little bit or down because Vardy scored a billion points. Um, mm-hmm. overall still 2.1 million so sitting in that 2 million land it's good it's been fun good you're a million in front of me so you're pretty good (laughs) yeah uh i have 36 points this game week so that was fun um game week rank of 6.8 million so yeah should probably play my wild card i had um one two three five players not play this game week and an additional two players uh, beyond, actually six players technically, if you can include my goalkeeper, not play. And then an additional two players beyond that get zero points. So at this point, it's like, I don't think I could have tried to do this. I really don't. I think, um, like I'll admit that I've had some good luck in the last couple of years and I think it's kind of biting me right now, but it's just how it goes. Uh, I'm not like, 
I mean, I'm not happy about it, but I also like whatever, you know, we'll figure it out, like play a wild card and sort it out. And I captained Salah, so that was good. Uh, and I still have Mitrovic on my team. They were the only two players that had returns. So pretty crazy. But <laughs> yeah, so it goes. I will, uh, I'll figure it out and we'll, uh, I'll, I'll make an epic comeback is kind of the plan. Epic comeback. Here it comes. Um, should we look at leagues and stuff or what? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, how about, um, I'll do league dive this week. Normally, right, I'll take oh, oh, you know what we should do first? We should look at the Slack team because the Slack team played their wild card at last oh. week and didn't do great. Um, so I should pull that up. Slack team finished on 62 points this week. So pretty solid performance. Um, and most of that actually, yeah, almost all of that coming on, on the backs of the back line. They played, uh, ended up playing five, uh, at the back Dallas Chilwell, Kilman and Lamptey on the back line. Nailed that, right? Solid. Yeah. Yeah. Sala captain. And then Calvert Lewin and Kane up front. So really a nice performance by the Slack team. And they only have sixty one? That doesn't make any sense. That's like sixty two. Like oh, yeah, it seems like they yeah. should, but game week rank of one point seven million. That goes to show like how well some people did this game week. Pretty crazy. Um, and an overall rank of 2.4. Um, so nice job by the Slack team. Um, happy that, that the team bounced back a little bit because um, last week was kind of disappointing after playing the wild card. But yeah. Um, all right. So let's look at the leagues. Uh, I'll look at I'll look at league dive, uh, and we'll just do um, top ten. Top ten. Uh, here we go. Uh, Faisal Hamid uh, in tenth. Cruise control. In ninth, Darren Hoy, King Ings Mings. In eighth, Buck Sharp, like a Virgil. In seventh, Yota K, Ronnie's Superstars. In sixth, uh, Olwaki Ajwaiwi, FC Dre, nailed it. Uh, fifth, Brian uh, Magada, Silver Lining. In fourth, uh, Zamajan, Blue Panther. In third, Rajan Pradhan. And Runjin is the name. In second, Jeremy Latsky, uh, Chinoa FC. And in first, still, Connor Murray. Show me the Mounier. Game week rank or game week score of 60 points. Uh, overall rank of 15,000. Game week rank pretty low, though, of two, about 2 million this week. So kind of an, an off week. I do think things are going to kind of slide back for a lot of players here, but we shall see. Um, how about top five of the PSL Super League, Jake? Yeah, um, I'm just going to quick make a quick mention. I have passed Bobby Love in the PSL Super League. Thank God. That's about the only thing I have to look forward to. Um, so, top five. We have Patrick Coyle, um, Lutonics, North End. Uh, new team, Mo Newman. Number three, Z's All-Stars, ZF. And then number two, uh, sporting sidebirds gas fpl 67 points solid game week and then yeah he's been buzzing lately yeah connor um up front still by 30 points so yeah show me the mooney mm. yeah. that's not all i'm gonna show you i hope that that's yeah no i don't know it could be anything could be anything oh yeah. man gas has uh, zuma on his team good call wow. there Three goals. 14 point haul. Yeah. Uh, FPL Tornado wrote in If this game week was a masterstroke model, uh, which would it be? Fark responded, The Destroyer. 
that's fair. That could be it. Yeah. Rockstar writes in, when it, when are you wild carding? That's a good question. So uh I will wild card this week or next week. I think this week, because I just don't know that I can uh, my game week my game week ranks have been in five, five point two million and six, five point one million, and in seven, six point eight million. So I've lost the script a bit, and I think it's probably time. I I really wanted to wait for the international break just for um, that protection, but I don't know. And I did want to save. I I will admit I really wanted to save for the the blanks doubles um, in eighteen nineteen, uh, and I just um, I don't know that if I continue on this path, I, I continue to play catch up that that I'll ever be able to recover those points later in the season. I. I Man, it's really hard for me because I really wanted to stick to that, but I think that's what I'm going to have to do. So this week or next week. Um, I guess that's that. I don't know. You got anything else to talk about for this game week? I mean, let's get into questions, you know? Do you want to take a break or should we just like go right into it? Let's just go right into it. Let's just go. Yeah. Let's just keep moving today. It's kind of one of those days and I got to get up early. I got a lot to do. So let's do this. Um, we got a big election day tomorrow, Jake. Yeah, that's what I'm getting up for. We um we haven't really talked about it much. The election. Some people have wrote in some election questions. Oh, Should we hit those good. right now? I feel like this that's a good like transition, don't you think? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So Virgin did ask who we voted for. I don't know. Do you want to get political or not really? Hey, usually you don't ask that. Do they do that in England? Like ask who people voted for. Yeah. Well, what are you saying? Like us Americans don't? I I've never actually had anyone ask me who I voted for. Oh, I voted Do you for have Biden. Ask you? I'm happy. I'll say that I voted for Biden. I don't uh, like Joe I Biden, I but mean, I, vo- I voted for him. I did as well. So yeah, I, I, I don't like the guy, but I voted for him. So eh. one of those things. He's Great. old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, you want to get political. He's exactly what the Dems needed. Okay, an old white yeah. guy, right? That everybody can just like get on board with. Like all the moderate old white guys that vote can be like, all right, I guess that's the guy. Yeah, yeah it took them so long annoying. enough to figure that out. Good for them. You know, like the Brits whine a lot about their politics, and uh, I, yeah, you guys suck too. But, um, but at least you guys don't just have like two terrible parties that suck all the time, right? Yeah, the Brits have a yeah, little, they sure. have a little more going. I mean, a little more, not a lot more these days, but like a little more going on, don't they? At least that's my my perception of what's going on over there. I don't think it could be worse than America, in all honesty. No, it's fucking embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, if anyone ever wants to have like legit conversations about that, especially if um, you know, um, you just hit me up on Twitter. We can do something a little more DM style. Bobby Love writes in, uh, with the inevitable civil war that will break out once the results are in on Wednesday and 45 hits full dictator mode. Oh, and 45, as in the present, hits full dictator mode, but he wrote dick like a dick tater, mm-hmm. like a dictator, like a, a potato shaped like a penis. Uh, mm-hmm. mode and refuses to lead has jacob built his moat to protect himself from the nut jobs uh yeah and i put alligators in there much like that video that garf sent so <clears throat> yeah smart yeah. smart jake smart mm-hmm. 
yeah, it should be an interesting little election tomorrow. Yeah. Are you going to do anything for it? I'm golfing. I'm I'm just going to, I don't know, do my life. I, I don't know. I, I usually, like, <laughs> watch it at nighttime, like, what's going on. I'm hoping, like, it's not even close and I don't have to worry, but whatever. No, it's going to be weird because of all the, like, right? So, a lot of states are allowing people to send votes in later right yeah yeah so it could be weird but i think we'll know i think we're gonna know that's what i'm hoping Hmm. all right um well i guess we'll transition to the second half of the pod here let's not even take a break um Mm -hmm. anyways just a quick shout to the patreon members um who continue to fund us uh we really appreciate it and if you're interested in joining we'd really appreciate it. it helps us out big time um uh, Jake and I, I think I said in the last pod, we just like paid for everything and it was like, ah, fuck, everything's so expensive. So thank you. We'd really appreciate it. Um, let's talk about FPL specific questions now. We actually have quite a few questions, Jake, so we might have to move through some of them so that we can get through the pod in a reasonable amount of time. Uh, FPL version writes in, are managers who still have Trent and Robo double up bus wankers? Um, and then furthermore, how many bottles of wine did Jake steal from his wife's business since you last potted? Well, let's do the wine first. Um, you haven't been stealing wine, have you? Well, the answer would be no, since I paid for all of it. So you can't steal for something that's <laughs> yours. Tis mine, he says as he walks in and <laughs> just smashes <laughs> bottles off the shelf. What are you well, business, doing? I business paid is for actually it. going. Yeah, it's going really well. Um, she's getting uh, getting in with some of the fancy restaurants around here. It's going well. She's been selling actually. A fair number of bottles and apparently october is the worst month which makes sense you know right prior to like the holidays and like right mm-hmm. after like the summer so she's doing good good so. job by her um yeah. bus wankers how about that well my mom still has trent and robo on her team so no but i think <laughs> she's getting rid of trent this week your mom seems pretty good yeah she's i think she's I don't know if the points got updated, but she's, I think she's still beating me by like a couple points because Mitro got kind of a haul today. I don't know if he got any bonus points, but he didn't. Um, I hope your mom calls you and calls you a bus wanker. <laughs> she maybe will. <laughs> uh, I can't imagine your mom saying that. Nah. Do you think your mom would know what a bus wanker is if you asked yes. her? Yes. Yeah. She'd be like, she would. been seen that, Jake, many a time. Let me tell yeah. you. Yeah. Don't All sit right. by those um, people. Yeah. So the, <laughs> she used to sit you by them. This is life, Jake. This is life. <laughs> She'd go sit at the front of the bus. <laughs> Damn it, mom. <laughs> um all right. Uh, no, I, I don't think they're bus wankers, but um, it is time to move on. I don't think the double up is viable right now. The downer is, like we said, if you look at the top uh, five defenders for expected goal involvement. Uh, Rabo's two and Alexander Arnold is three. And so, uh, you know, part of that comes from the sheer number of free kicks that the two of them are involved in. You know, each time they swing a corner in, there's a small, small amount of um, expected assist potential. But a player like Rabo, you know, he plays pretty far forward. Trent does a lot of his damage from slightly deeper areas and swinging crosses in and, and hasn't, uh, let's just be honest, right? Like hasn't been as sharp as he was last year or the year before. And um, I don't know, right, if they discover that sharpness and and that timing to, to beat back lines or not. Um, but 
right now the the biggest issue is that they don't look like keeping clean sheets, do they? Yeah, it yeah, it's going to be hard for them. Their xG is just not good. Um, X, X schools against, excuse me, their XG is fantastic. Right, um, really but good. they also have tough fixtures coming up too. So not great. Yeah. Yeah. They're, um, they've conceded. Uh, so they're actually, according to understat, uh, they've conceded, um, 15 goals so far this year. Is that right? Yeah. 15 goals mm-hmm. so far. And their expected goals against is actually 8.5. Um, so they've almost doubled like the amount of goals that they're expected to concede. Now that's how most teams are. Like I said, because most teams are outperforming their expected goals. And I would really point to a lot of people were saying like, Oh, Allison VVD. Those are the reasons. Like I would also like to point to Anfield, right. And like, and being Liverpool and, and having supporters with you everywhere you go. And the fear that that puts in other teams, like to travel places and, and to come to, to Anfield, for example. And I don't know that that exists as anymore. So um, mm-hmm. I do think they've lost an advantage there and, and they're, they're challenged by that. So um, Kenny writes in, I sold Werner for Bamford and Lamptey for Chilwell. I captain son. This game does my head in sometimes. Yes. I'm sorry, Kenny. Um, Jake, you want to tell him to fuck off? I was going to say idiot. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. There, Jake, yeah, good job. See, I can't be as mean because I'm not winning anymore. But when you win, yeah. you, sh- you should be, you deserve to be mean. Okay. Yeah. Um, FPL Geek writes in, Ings, keep or sell, assuming he misses at least one game week. Uh, the reports right now are that he didn't, on the scan, did not damage or seriously <laughs> damage any knee ligaments. So when I hear that, I think probably no surgery. Um, I would think he'll probably be back by the end of the international break, wouldn't you? That'd be three weeks yeah. from now. I mean, you you got to see what else you have on your team, but I honestly think hold. I mean, he's outperforming, but that's kind of how Ings is. Um, I I think it's like one of those things. Like, what do you want to do with your team, and how short up are you? Because he does have tougher fixtures with Wolves and Man United um, and Man City kind of coming up. So, like, it's not wrong. And so many of the lower-priced forwards, like we were just talking about prior to starting this pod, are just banging on all fronts. Um, which Wham, uh, bam, thank you, ma'am. Yeah. Wilson, bam. DCL, who's cheaper, theoretically. Um, Watkins. You know, it's like, pick who you want, but... I mean, if you don't have anything else to do, maybe consider it because you could free up some funds. But if you have a lot of other fires to put out, probably worry about that. Yeah, or hold a free transfer going into the international game week and then figure it out. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping he doesn't play as a Shea owner. Like, I'm hoping Shea just gets to play up top. But, like, a lot of their damage, I feel like, is them together. So, I don't know how Southampton's going to do without him. Um, two point uh 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 wrote in best replacements for Ings and Jimenez. It's a good question. So let's say you do decide to move uh, Ings. You had just mentioned a few guys. Are those same guys? You think the guys you'd look at for Jimenez? Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't love DCL against Man United. Um. Especially if Hamez is still out. But I think Wilson's a good call. Um. Southampton's defense has been okay, but I think Wilson can get a goal. Bamford, uh, you know, you said it. He has pretty good underlying stats, and, you know, he 
he definitely has chances to score. I mean, you can't get upset if he doesn't in a game like... I think he'll score a goal against Crystal Palace or Arsenal. I don't think there's any way that he doesn't get at least one goal between those two teams. And he's 6.0. So, like, it's worth it. You know, he frees up so much more funds. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, one I'm keeping an eye on for sure is Antonio. I had Antonio on my team. Um, and then, you know, he picked up this hamstring injury. And then Moyes came back out and said, oh, yeah, he's probably good. Like, I think he's somebody that's going to be back after the international break. That's mm-hmm. one of the reasons. I know this sounds dumb, like, to hold it for one player. But, like, that one of the reasons I don't want to play my wild card is Antonio, question mark, Ings, question mark, Rodriguez, question mark, Mitchell, question mark. Uh, Kilman question mark like all players that I would consider in my team just because of like team structure I know Wolves fixtures get hard but like at 4.2 right maybe you just put him in and like you use him when you need him that kind of thing but we just mm-hmm. don't know are they locked down like does is Mitchell gonna play is he healthy is Kilman gonna continue to play um, you know is, is Antonio gonna be back is Ings gonna be back is Rodriguez good to go like there's just a lot of question marks with some of these guys that if you have them in your team they unlock a lot of options elsewhere. Um, and so, you know, like just for example, if you look at um, like final third touches for all forwards in the league, Antonio leads the entire league mm-hmm. in final third touches. Like to me, that's a pretty big, that's a pretty big stat when you're looking at forwards um, and midfielders. So I don't know. Um, I, I I guess that's another player I would keep an eye on, right? Is Antonio and what he's doing there. But Adams is right behind Ings, by the way, in final third touches. So like when you think about kind of their involvement in in dangerous areas of the field, the two of them, I think Ings is a superior player, right? By no mm-hmm. doubt about that. But um, but I do think that that he's another player to to kind of keep an eye on. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean. Just on the comment, though, for that those two players, I mean, like for the investment, Adams is 13 points off of him this year. And and so it makes more sense to pay two and a half mil less. Yeah. For a player. And they have the same. Yeah. They have the same number of attempts inside the box as well, which would be the other thing I'd be looking at. Yeah. Um, 11. Um, that said, Ings is on penalties, right? Normally. Or yeah, is it? That's true. James it's Ward Prowse. He's for sure on there. Yeah. Ings is on penalties. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Bamford, I like, yeah, like you said, I think Bamford's another one to look at. He's leading actually the league right now in attempts in the box uh, more than Kane. So Bamford has 23, Kane at 21, Mitrovic at 18. Um, so uh, I think somewhere, someone to keep in mind as well. Um, Kendo, Saiz, keep or replace and question mark, hold on Martinez. What are you doing with Martinez right now, Jake? What's your plan? You're not happy uh, holding with him. him. I'm not happy, okay. but. It's goalkeepers are just like if you look, you have literally one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight goalkeepers all between twenty five and thirty four points. It's just like if you're wild carding, I don't know if Martinez is the best option. I think he a little bit outperformed, um, but they have great fixtures, so there's no way I'd get rid of Martinez right now unless you're wild carding. And even then, I still think he's a good shout. Okay. And what about Saiz? What is your thought there? Probably has to go, right? The fixtures get bad too. Yeah, Wolves, their fixtures are not great, but I think it's like one of those situations you you, you got to deal with like other stuff. And so like a defender transfer 
isn't really high on the list unless you're freeing up a lot of funds. And, you know, Mm -hmm. Leicester are good. They probably won't keep it clean. But, like, Southampton, you know, they could keep it clean against them. And especially if they don't have Ings or or Arsenal, who really, I mean, can Arsenal score? I don't don't think so. So, you know, it's kind of a mixed bag. And you kind of know, like, when you're going to start them and when you're not. Like, I'm not going to start them against Liverpool, but I will against Arsenal and Villa. So... To me, it's like, I don't think he's an absolute, like, you got to just get rid of him. Yeah. Okay. Um, someone very important wrote in, triple Chelsea defense. Just some random guy wrote in, between upcoming fixtures, lack of clean sheet rotations, and seemingly ro- random returns doesn't even matter who your defenders are. Just as long as one of them's from Chelsea, apparently. I mean, people are flocking to Kufal, uh, for goodness sakes. Um, FPL Drunk writes in, um, talking about the same question we talked about earlier about Liverpool. So a few different, um, a few different defensive questions. Uh, yeah, I think a Chelsea player, right? Um, I don't know the head coach, triple, triple Chelsea defense. Um, an interesting stat I thought was like, you know, we were just looking at final third touches for forwards. Mm-hmm. And actually, um, Chilwell is fourth in the league in final third touches, um, which is pretty impressive um and he's only played four games mm-hmm. yeah yeah or five games now no five games now right five games so. i think chillwell is almost a must own he makes yeah. a lot of sense a, a lot of a lot of things that we haven't really talked about is two teams that i think you could consider and we'll give you a good differential is uh bellerin's at five and, and yeah. you know they don't have terrible fixtures coming up. They have some good ones. And, like, he has the, the potential to get attacking returns. And so um, he's not a terrible option at five. Cresswell for West Ham. And then what's going on with Man City? I mean, they've they've actually been able to keep cleans. Yeah. I, I don't know who I'd necessarily go with in the back. But because um, they're not cheap. But, you know, not a terrible team to go with um, by chance, um, except they now, still the have some with... pretty tough fixtures. What about James? Everyone likes James. So he's um, sixth in the league right now for crosses, com- for crosses, attempted crosses. Um, he has a super low. That's interesting, though. I didn't realize that. he has a super low cross completion percentage. So does Robertson. Robertson's leading the league in crosses and only completes 9.8% of them. Just to give you some perspective, um, Alexander-Arnold completes 23%. Crestwell completes 35%. Um, Chilwell completes about 40%. That's pretty crazy to only be at 10% and leading the league in crosses. I mean, obviously, yeah. I think there's, right, the more crosses you make, you're probably just opening yourself up to a lower percentage, but... No, but we've talked about this before in past years. Like, some defenders just whip the ball in, and you're like, they never find anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you don't want those guys. And I do think James falls into that category. He's one cheaper than Chilwell almost, so that makes sense. But to yeah. me, I'd rather pay the little bit extra or even just if you're going to go for a player that's more closer to $5 million, like like you said, Cresswell um, or Zuma. You know, because he tends to get goals instead of assists. He's gotten three goals on the year. Now, I don't know if he's going to keep that up. Probably not. Um, But he does, you know, he's tall. He gets up. Um, He's kind of like a a cheaper VVD option. 
Yeah, I, I think Chilwell's the way to go. Nine chances created um, yeah. this year, and that puts him fourth in the league. Chilwell um, passes like everything else, right? The eye test, the heat map. Yeah. I yeah. like Chilwell. Okay. Um, What else? Here we go. FPL Warlocks <laughs> of Quarth. Uh, assuming, I think this is like, oh, okay. Assuming Antonio's healthy. Uh, Kufal or Masawaku for a defender. Um, and uh, Fornals or Bowen. So looking at that West Ham nice fixture run that's coming up. Um, why don't, um, I mean, what are your thoughts on those players? Do you have any opinions or not really? I, I don't know much about Kufal. Um, Masuako makes more sense because he's the leading defenders in XA, but I think Cresswell again is kind of like he's a little bit more worthy. He's 0.5 more, but like you like you talked about, he's on. Well, you talked about him completing more crosses, so I, I my guess is Masuaka doesn't complete his crosses as frequently, which is why he only has one assist on the year compared to Cresswell's three. And Cresswell also takes a lot of corners, so pay the 0.5 more when you have so many options elsewhere is it's kind of my opinion on it but yeah it's a little hard to compare them side by side Masawako has a couple more games played than Kufal right now um, yeah. but but has a significantly higher XGI um, it will almost double the number of touches um, and and does look to play a little bit further forward in general it looks like more than anything, it looks like the play works up on that side of the field a little bit more. Um, so he, he just sees a little bit more of the ball. So I think Maswaku, for me, would be the pick there. How about Fornals or, or Bowen? People were really heavy on Bowen for a while. I didn't really know a lot about him. Do you? Yeah, man. Bowen, his underlying stats just aren't that great. I, I like him, but I just don't – I don't know if he's going to be worth it. Um my computer's not loading, but I feel like his XG and XA are still in the ones. And I know their fixtures swing, but it, a lot of it, like you said, depends on Antonio for me. Like, Holler's decent, but it's going to take Holler a little bit to get up to speed again if he's playing. So if Antonio's back, I would just go with Antonio and, and kind of right. avoid yeah, the midfield. That's your coverage. Yeah. yeah. But Fornals is actually between the two statistically superior by a lot to Bowen. So I guess you'd go for Nals. Um, I like, this is kind of an interesting question. If Ings is hurt, FPL, nobody is safe says Walcott out of position. Discuss. It's the classic Theo Walcott. Every year we get to some point where everybody's like, you know who would change the game? Theo Walcott. (laughs) Every season, every season, there's at least like one point in the year where every single FPL manager is like in their head, like, you know how I'm going to win FPL? (laughs) Theo. Theo Walcott. Like everybody (laughs) hits it at one point. So this guy must, he hit it. He hit it. He's Um, at that point. That's a dark place to be, man. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Um, I don't know. So here's his, uh, here's his argument. So he said, uh, We've all been burnt by it before, but with Saints, it's different. Uh, he could easily be in the team by next week. Considering that Ings is injured, um, he, there's a very good chance that he could get pushed up front uh, to play if Long doesn't get moved up there. Um, so, you know, because Long's kind of their next guy, right? Um, yeah. I don't, I, I just, I maybe he, maybe he ends up up there. I don't know. I mean, if he does fine, but like, why not just have Che then? I don't, I don't know. 
Yeah, I mean, if you have everything else nailed on your team and you want to take that risk, be my guest. But otherwise, no, not for me. Uh, Ward Prowse Theo makes Wolka. more sense to me. I mean, and I don't like Ward Prowse, but I just feel like Ward. if you're going to get that crazy, why, why not go? How are those bangers, though? Did you watch his goals? I did, yeah. That's why, though. Yeah. That's the only reason why I'd have him on my just, team. Just birthday boy status, right? It was his birthday. Did you know that? Yeah. No, I did. It's yeah, pretty crazy. motherfucking birthday boy status. I feel status, like he does that like... twice a year and then doesn't do yeah, anything Yeah, on his birthday. The... Every year. Yeah. Every year. He's just like, it's my birthday. <laughs> yeah. I'm banging actually... the goals today. Yeah. He's a good player, surprisingly. Like, I think he makes yeah. Southampton tick. That's not all he does for him. <laughs> He makes Southampton tick like you make this podcast tick, Jake. Oh, wow. That, that's, I think that's meant to be hurtful. So, well, uh, Emma writes in, Man United didn't look great tonight. Are there any players from Man U that you want or who might be in your captain sites for game week eight, in particular nine when City and Liverpool are playing each other? Uh, Thomas B. wrote in thoughts on Man United attacking assets. Uh, they don't seem to be pulling up any trees, but will that change with the upcoming fixture swing? Is that a saying, pulling up trees? Yeah, I guess that's not good. Yeah, no, I, I mean, think that. Fourth. No, I think pulling up trees is a good thing. They don't seem to be pulling up any trees. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, is that something man. that people do like over in England? They just walk around and. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I thought they put in the European like green movement. I thought you're not supposed to do that anymore. <laughs> There's just trees laying on the ground. <laughs> That's my political that guy, joke right, for the That day. guy's having a great day right there. Yeah, he's just ripping trees up left and right. <laughs> so here's the problem with Man United. My take on it is that their XG is the fourth worst, and they've played one less game, so they're probably slightly better than Fulham and Sheffield and probably Arsenal as well um, for XG involvement. But, you know, Crystal Palace is ahead of them. So... Uh, Fernandez is my answer question mark like he's the only one I'd maybe consider I think Rashford at some point in the season is going to get it together um, but I don't I don't know what the Hobbit's doing over there right now it's not good uh, yeah he's having a third season fourth season or whatever they call it multiple meals just not even working he's at the wheel <laughs> well, though yeah, I mean, they've done well in Champions League, so they got that mm, going for them. I don't know. Like, yeah, that's, I, that's fun. I mean, is anyone even close to, like, what, you know, Fernandez has done for them, though, I guess? Like, it, I guess Rashford is half of Fernandez, but the same oh, price. Oh, sure, so. you don't like the guy that buys meals for poor kids. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm, I'm just saying, like, statistically. You hate poor kids? Is that He hasn't done enough for you? Is that what you're oh saying? My gosh. Fernandez has been here for like six months and Jake's like, this guy's the best. Rashford sucks. I hate poor kids. Wow. Yeah. We all knew you had that in you, Jake. Oh, gosh. Uh, I just, I think Fernandez makes a little bit more sense, especially with being on PKs, but yeah. I mean, I bet you at Fernandez some point, is planting. He's good. planting trees at this point. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. yeah. He's making the world a better place. They'll turn it around. They'll, maybe yeah, after Everton. Yeah. Uh, Alex writes in, Spurs play City in nine, after which Spurs have a long, difficult run. 
um, and City a long run of easier fixtures. Should we plan on switching Spurs assets to City before they play each other, um, after they play, or not at all? It's uh, a good question. I think if I wildcarded right now, um, so that's one other reason why I think I want to wait to wildcard in over the international break because I think I do want like Sun for this West Brom game. Uh, and then I want to probably offload them. I think that the teams they play against will make it much harder for Kane and Son. It's just it's a really tough run. Yeah, I think Kane would be the one I'd prefer. So of course I only have Son. Right. Um, so I do think I'm going to try to do this strategy. I, it makes sense, especially Son's owned by sixty percent. So I'm just like praying that if I do this, I can make up ground. Well, like a lot of people are going to hold him, um, right. but it could backfire for sure uh i i just like their fixtures go from like fantastic to like probably the worst they could um you know they have man city chelsea arsenal who like defensively have been pretty decent crystal palace isn't that hard but then liverpool leicester wolves like that is a brutal run of defensive teams and so at at the cost of 9.6, like I'd much rather try to go with a different player at that around that price. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, Connor writes in, who takes your fancy for cheapy mids? Trossard and Podden seem to be making their, their case, or is it worth going over seven men now with a few options becoming really popular in Zaha and Grealish? Greenwood, for example, also 7.2 million, 3% owned. Uh, if I wildcarded right now, I would not have anyone lower than like Zaha and Grealish in my midfield. There's just a lot of value there right now. Um, you can get a couple cheap for like medium to cheap forwards, Calvert-Lewin, Wilson, Bamford, um, you know, those types of players. Che uh, could go up top for you. Uh, you can have one maybe more expensive or actually I think you can even set it up right now to have like, you know, Robertson and Chilwell and then 4.5s that are all playing and then a handful of midfielders that are really good, uh, you know, even like with Salah in that mix. And like, yeah, so I don't think that I would go down to like Trossard or, or Potence, but if you did, I prefer uh, Trossard right now um, just because uh, the fixtures are just slightly better. Um, he has more penalty area touches. Um, he has more goal attempts. Uh, his XGI is like almost the same. Um, I think it's a little, oh no, it's actually a little higher, uh, than, than potences. So I, I would prefer, um, Trussard if you're going to go that direction. Or maybe just spend the, yeah, I, I agree with you, Trussard, or maybe just spend the point four more to go to four Niles. Like, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. But, he's even better than both of them. Yeah. Um, okay. That's the questions that we have. Uh, who are you captaining this week? I think a Spurs asset's probably going to be the uh, one, yeah. right? Yeah, I got to go with Son. I'm probably going to regret it, but I just I don't see how he doesn't get a, uh, at least a return. And not it's a tough week because Liverpool and City play, and I just City kind of have to get at least a draw in that game to keep it close. You know, like yeah. if Liverpool beats them, they they're going to probably pull away. Um, so I actually think City's going to win that game, but. I think, yeah, it's almost exclusively going to be uh, like a Sun or Kane captainship. So yeah, it's I'm a, just gonna it's go a th- really tough game week. I mean, if you look at it, like Man U, Everton, um, you know, Liverpool City, 
and then Leicester Wolves. So like Spurs just have it. I mean, I, I guess you could argue Chelsea against Sheffield, but Sheffield's defensively fine. So that's not, I don't, I right. think that's a bad way to go. Um, and yeah, Danny Ings would have been like the only other player to probably consider this week against Newcastle. And now you can't even do that because he's injured. All right. Do you, um, so I've already talked, I'm trying to decide if I'm going to wild card. I, I, again, I think I'm going to, but I may just try to like be ranked 6 million one more week and then do it over the international break. Um, but I guess we'll see. What are you thinking? I unfortunately had to make a move last week, which worked out. Castagne got injured uh, for Leicester, so I switched him for Chilwell. Um, So I was planning to do a double move, but the injury bug got to me, and then an injury bug got to me again with Pulisic, so I moved him out for Jack. Um, I know Arsenal have been defensively pretty decent, so... If he doesn't score against Arsenal, big whoop. But then he has Brighton, West Brom, or West Ham, Newcastle, Burnley, West Brom, Crystal Palace. Like it's if there's any time to own Villa players, it's now. And then you know probably dump him. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Um. All right. Follow us. Support us. Retweet. Like. Love us. We really appreciate it. Uh, and it does actually help the podcast. And just you know. It's a lot of work to record a dumb podcast every week, and, and it's we're, we're appreciative of those that help support us with it. Um, we got some rando questions, Jake. Um, Joner also wrote in, if you could make one rule change in FPL, what would it be? I think I've proposed this before. The the uh, I'd redo the price change structure. So like if a player is below a certain percentage of, I don't know exactly how it would work, but if a player is below a certain percentage of ownership, he just continues to automatically drop slowly in price. Um, so for example, like if a player was priced at seven, but his ownership was like sub 1% or whatever, he would continue to drop until his ownership hit a certain point again. So it wouldn't be dependent on the starting uh, ownership of the player because that's kind of how they base all the, the price changes. Uh, it would be based mm-hmm. off just just whether he's owned or not. I think it would help yeah. make a lot of players viable eventually. So, like, what if a player started at seven, and uh, and and he but he didn't really perform at seven, but like maybe he performed well enough to be a six mil player, and eventually he hits that point at the halfway point in the season or something. Like then it would be worth having him. Um, so that's what I would yeah. do. I think it would help. To, I would think it would help like they're not to just basically be like. 30 or 40 players that every single manager picks like there'd be a lot more players that would be available to be selected yeah that's fair i don't i don't want to make a rule change i'm like happy with fpl now i'm just like whatever it's good wow you're really sad if you don't want to change it yeah yeah um i don't think it would help me it'd probably just make me worse so he also wrote in what's the weirdest thought you have ever had about each other Uh, uh, i don't I don't you know. can tell him, Jake. You can tell him. You told me that one time. <laughs> I'm, I don't. Yeah, no, I don't no, know. No, you can tell. You can tell him. I, I don't. I've never really had like a weird thought. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Me neither. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 Me neither. Uh, Bobby Love writes in, um, what kind of beans do you prefer on your toast? Bog standard Heinz or a left field pick like Branston? 
uh, I you don't ever had beans put, and toast. <laughs> I don't put beans on toast, man. Yeah, what a <laughs> dumb thing, right? The English <laughs> they love that. The, the English have such weird breakfasts, man. I mean, it sounds like it'd be okay. I'd probably do Bush's beans because that's like what everybody eats in America. True. Uh, that's probably what I do. Like, I've really, never like, heard of for the other breakfast. Ones, so. That's just the way you want to start your day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You do love an English muffin, don't you, Jake? Yeah, that's. I almost always start my day as those are my carbs, whole wheat. English are English muffin. muffins like French toast? Like, are they actually English? You know I, what I'm saying? You know, like French I toast. Think I don't so. think that's really that French. Yeah, a maybe thing. someone can let us know. English muffins. All right, good. All right. Well, I think we should be done with the podcast. I'm tired. I got to get up early. So, um, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yeah, it should be fun. It should be a fun little uh, game. We got to figure out some wild card in here. Should be interesting. Um, all right, let's get out of here. I'm Marco, and I'm Jake. And remember, you should die. <laughs>